Good morning, Jimmy Flan. What's up, buddy? Good morning. How are you? Oh, I'm good, man. Coffee episode. Coffee Trying to give it that episode. Morning energy. Getting there. I'm on cup number two. 7 a.m. Yeah. I'm getting after it. You are really getting after it. Taking July by the horns. You know, the amount of work I put into this podcast, I need a little, uh, like sometimes I'll do seven to ten minutes of research on trivia, and today is one of those days. Oh gosh, yeah, we got trivia today. Kicking off the month. I was thinking about July. July is like the uh, end of the string of like the feminine months. You got April, April May, June, July. Yeah. And it gets ugly. Oh, That's a good point, though. January is kind of uh, January Jones. January Great Jones. name. We used to sure. love the name June. We Great sir June. Yeah, the um, August was probably the worst name. Do you think so? I don't I'm know. Sure I, think, I mean, there is. I mean, there are people whose first name is January. I don't know if I've ever heard of a February. Feb? <laughs> <laughs> That's what they call you when you go to Wisconsin. <laughs> Close enough. Uh, we know a guy named Rick March. Um, oh, yeah. There's definitely Aprils, Mays, Junes, Julie, a variation of July. There's a singer named August Elsina who was in the headlines yesterday. But like, and then September on down, you don't really get those as names again. There's a big stretch in the middle there. Yeah, those aren't really used. But they all sound similar, don't they? The, the ER months? Yeah. In a way, they're, they're like related and they're kind of bunched up. They sure are. Who named these damn months? I don't know. I was talking to a Canadian friend over the weekend, and uh, they were very confused. They were like, why is it freshman, sophomore, junior, then senior? Like, shouldn't junior be earlier? And I was like, I have never thought about it. I've never thought about that either. Shut up, Canadian. the way it's always been here. They're like, freshman makes sense. Like, you're a freshman. Like, that's what they were going for, you know? Yeah. And uh, no clue what a sophomore is. Does this person still live in Canada? No, they live here now. Oh, okay. New at it. New at, uh, it's my boss, so I probably shouldn't be too <laughs> shitty about it. But is, is, he at, rubbing uh, in, uh, is he rubbing in your face about how Canada is doing better with the virus or anything? No, because they, they can't go back either right now. Because he's trapped here? <laughs> yeah. You get to quarantine for two weeks the moment you get back. And I don't think they're letting anyone in from the States. We I built don't think a wall. anyone can leave the country right now, right? Mm-mm. I think that's it's pretty much it, yeah. If they didn't want us to travel the world, why'd they send us this twelve hundred dollars? <laughs> I'm this is burning a hole in my I wanna spend this. This twelve hundred. Give me a vacation book. Spread budget. it around. Spread <laughs> it around the globe. What's the point of twelve hundred bucks if I can't drop it in Reykjavik? Yeah. I'm gonna turn this twelve hundred into a million rubles. <laughs> What's rubles? What kind what country is that? Is that is that Russia? India? Rupees. Rupees is, is it? I don't know, man. Dude, I just saw an interesting, you bring up India. I just saw an interesting documentary. The first actual, actually, I only watched like the first 20 minutes. So I was watching it with my, uh, with <laughs> Luke. I was watching it with, uh, with Luke and he, I was just getting, wanting him to chill, you know? And mm-hmm. of course he, pa- he passed out. So then I flipped back to this other documentary on uh, Daryl Hammond that I'm going to dive into. I haven't finished it. Have you started that? I have not. Have you heard about it? Uh, I just saw that it's on Netflix. Yeah, it's on Netflix. It looks, it's, it's cool. He's had a rough life, man, that dude. Um, Sounds like it. But anyway, the, um, the documentary is about, is about a spelling bee and how these kids from India dominate, dominate. Like started in 83, this kid actually from Chicago won. And okay. then um, 
but they trace it back to this immigration act in 1965 that LBJ signed up until then, like the immigration laws are pretty racist and they just wanted, you know, mm-hmm. they wanted a white country. So when they opened it up, they were very selective in who they let in here. That's why these, um, the stereotype of that every Indian family is a doctor and they're all, well, mm-hmm. they were, they were very, um, like I said, like tested these people before they decided who they let in. It was still, you know, pretty wow. narrow. And that's why you saw like these doctors all over the country, like a random Indian doctor in Alabama, like rural Alabama, mm-hmm. is wh- white people didn't want those gigs. Anyway, it's kind of fascinating ah, that they got into the spelling. But it was a very funny moment that recently, like maybe the last two years, there was a spelling bee championship where eight kids won. They kept tying every round. And oh, there was yeah. Like a limit. Do you remember that? I do. And people got angry, which is so funny to me. Oh, they were pissed about. What lesson like, are these kids learning? It's like, first of all, you misspelled half that stuff. But <laughs> what lessons are they learning? They can spell every word, I know, asshole. I know. They're fine. It's amazing. Oh, they're going to learn the value of winning. <laughs> what are we teaching these kids? Literally Not as everything. much as we need to teach you. Because they're much smarter than you. Everyone gets a trophy. Everyone gets a T-R-O-F-E. Anyway. Trophy fee. They had um, seven of them were of Indian descent, seven of the eight, and they had very ethnic names, you know, like Pratish, Vikrish, uh-huh. all this. And they had like um, these names, the big names hanging from them on uh, Jimmy Kimmel. And there okay. was uh, one white girl in the group. <laughs> I thought it was so great. Jimmy, Jimmy Kimmel's like, what kind of a name is Aaron? <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. But anyway, that's what I was. Uh, that's what I was watching. And where was this at? It was just on Netflix. Okay, and uh, I'll check it out. What's it called? You're not gonna watch. It, I really will. I really will. I really. I watched. There wasn't there a movie about spelling bees like a decade ago that was really good. Oh, Aquila and the Bee. Yeah. That movie. Yeah, I was. I think I so. Just I watched that. that title. I just watch that with my. Uh, I just watched that with the kids during the lockdown early. I loved early it. On. If that's the one I'm thinking of. There might have been two. It was, it was a popular time for spelling bee movies. I don't remember the title, but uh, I remember really enjoying the movie. Oh, I'll get down on a spelling bee. Dude, that stuff's right up my alley. Isn't that great when the other studios can't like, copy the other studios? Oh, man. <laughs> like, they made a spelling movie. We'll make a spelling movie. <laughs> so you think you can spell. Like, just, <laughs> the, like, uh... just a dumb variation of it. <laughs> like we'll do a spelling bee but our chairs are backwards and you hit a button and turn around when you like a speller they just put their same right spelling with celebrity you want to see a kid win a spelling bee now we're going to show you a kid win a spelling bee in the 80s <laughs> overcoming all the cocaine <laughs> and drugs spelling bee in the 60s they just like do different eras like i'll i'll see your gladiator and raise you a brave heart <laughs> I'll sw- just swap out the nouns. I'm just picturing a spelling bee in the 60s. just the, like the same kids, but just with mustaches and like tinted <laughs> glasses. You know what I mean? Just very. Just chains. <laughs> just wiping their, wiping their nose as they're getting the word. Just <laughs> stalling. Origin. Can you use it in a sentence? Just hurry up. Come on. Gum in their lips a little bit. <laughs> yeah. The, um, remember like the teacher, uh, the teacher movies like Dangerous Minds, Stand yeah. and Deliver. You know, it was a great movie. I, and I pulled it up actually to watch 
but I didn't pull the trigger because it's just too much. They're not ready. It's and I think it's PG thirteen. It might have been R. Like I think I was surprised that it was rated worse than I thought. But Lean on Me. Remember Lean on Me, Morgan Freeman? Yeah. Okay. It was R rated. You call me crazy, Joe. Now you call me Batman. <laughs> With Sam's. Remember Sam's? Get yourself together, Sam's. Come on, Sam's. Get yourself together. Anyway. Been a long time. What um I'm trying to pull it up to see his name. It's probably not at all important. It's not important, buddy. We should go back to talking about the months. <laughs> this is a weird month. We don't have to get into it yet, but this is a weird like week for history because it's been a holiday as long as we've been a country. So there's still birthdays and stuff, but you know what I mean? But like after a yeah. while, like there's no like this merger happened or anything because everything's closed, you know? It's like this guy blew a handoff is like the big news on July fourth weekend after after seventeen seventy six. But we'll Somebody uh, was but talking about that. Someone was talking about that the other day, like in these states where the hospitals are, they're overwhelmed with COVID, like Arizona, Texas. Mm-hmm. And you know, they're going to have some dipshits walking in this weekend with, <laughs> with missing. missing. <laughs> yeah. They're uh, not going to come in with all their phalanges. <laughs> it's going to be a problem, I would think. Absolutely. Just, I never think about that. Well, maybe you should before you put an M80 <laughs> on your. I'm too. I'm too nervous to light it off myself. I'm not that guy. I'll yeah. be there. I love a good fireworks. I love a good backyard fireworks display, but I don't need flammable equipment in my hands. <laughs> it's crazy, man. Every block has, you know, it's like the, the the people really they outdo themselves. It's a huge competition. Yeah. I think it, I think this year is going to be more nuts than ever because of the lack of the public ones. Sure. Dude, I since you asked me, uh, what was that Monday um, about the fireworks? If they've you know been happening here, every night there's someone very close by lighting off very loud oh, really? fireworks late at night, like to the point where I'm almost thinking that it's you being like, oh, okay, <laughs> all right, you're not affected, and you're just like sitting up out front. I'll <laughs> show them. Fucking shooting mortars at my place. Oh man, it's been keeping you up. Nah, I mean, I'm fine. I'll, I'll, it's like, oh, yeah, it is out there now. I'll go back to bed. It hasn't been too late, but it's, uh, but it's just happening now. I'm noticing it now. Scares the hell out of Ralphie. Oh, I believe it, man. Pups never like, like that. I asked yesterday, just in the middle of the day, my, my parents came by. We're hanging out in the yard. Some asshole blew off an M- M80. And, like, the mid- like, come on, it's 2 in the afternoon. Yeah, on Wednesday. I would just love to have figured out who that was just trace it back you know it's like a, a t- it's got to be a teenager right I mean, you hate to profile but i'm gonna profile it's a teenager <laughs> in my neighborhood mm-hmm. some sort of anarchist kid which yeah great doesn't have the best relationship with his parents <laughs> we'd have probably had to drill down a little bit <laughs> I'm like, I would, i'd become his mentor i'd be one of those movies <laughs> i'll start i'll bring him back to the house and feed him Invite him to play catch with my boys. <laughs> the very end of the movie, it's just you two with sparklers. So that's all he needs now. <laughs> the very end of the movie, I'm going back to traveling, and he's my kid's dad. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm not going to be around a lot. You take it from here. Hands you are going wife. back to. <laughs> don't you, don't you, Kevin Costner, me? Uh, you are. You're dying to bring this up. You're dying to get this rumor on we the don't podcast. Have, we don't have to. 
<laughs> I love that I'm dying too. Uh, well, that might you come out one day. You just brought it up. I know, but it, because it's topical, because we just spoke about it before the podcast. We'll get into it right. another time. <laughs> you can't tease it like that. Now we have to come clean. I mean, we didn't do Tim, anything our wrong. Listeners, our listeners are here. This is what we call a tease, Patrick. I know, but this is what we call a tease. And now if they want to know, I mean, they could Google it, but yeah, it's a funny yeah, Kevin Costner rumor. I'm not going to spread the rumor, right? But We're going to perpetuate rumors. The reason it came up is we talked about Field of Dreams and the White Sox are playing this Field of Dreams game coming up. Right. This is like me trying not to tell the story about my friend letting his garage on fire and then just continuing to tell more. I don't want to upset Kevin Costner. I don't know if he listens. <laughs> By the way, the, the Field of Dreams game should be the White Sox playing the Tigers and Billy Chappell pitching. <laughs> Who's Kevin Costner rooting for? They just changed it. It was going to be Sox-Yankees. No, it's Red now, Sox. because of the regionals, it's going to be um, the White Sox-Cardinals. Cardinals. That's what it is. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be good. The Yankees so don't anyway, need – it doesn't need to turn into a Yankee thing. You know what I mean? Exactly. The Yankees national are media. They're yeah. yeah. And national they're, media would never refer to this as like a White Sox Field of Dreams game. It would become a Yankees Field of Dreams game. And that's bullshit. No, they're not actually – yeah, right. Now the Sox seem to be the lead. From, right. well, the Cardinals have a great, great franchise. But anyway, the um, the uh, game is not played at the actual Field of Dreams. I just was kind of bummed when I saw that. I, they had like an extension through the cornfield, and then they built like a more legit sta- like little stadium for them to okay. play in. You ever been there? I have Dyersville? Not. I got a chance to go there with some buddies. We were driving out to uh, San Francisco. And we stopped there. And it is cool. Like, you ever go to um, a movie site, like the Home Alone house, and you're <laughs> – it's a little bit, like, And you're 15, and you're like, this is it? <laughs> we went yes. there, and um, it's, like, exactly like it is in the movie. That's awesome. It's, it's, it was great. And you get to play. That's awesome. You get awesome. to put a few in the corn. You just walk out there and start playing baseball. It's uh trying it's to see what part of the state is it. That's so cool, man. I love it. It's not far. I, you um, can do it, dude. It's like a three and a half hour drive. Yeah, I want tickets. We gotta get this podcast big enough. We can get tickets to this game. Well, next time they do one, because it's not. It's like a like eight thousand seat stadium or something like that. And obviously, right now they're probably not going to have people there. Maybe. Yeah, I think it's going to be real tight. They're not selling tickets to the public. It sounds like. Yeah. Well, then we have to become private. If you build it, they will come. <laughs> Unless there's a virus. And you're not selling tickets to <laughs> If there's a virus, they can't come. I used to cover Freeport. And they have like that little Wrigley out there. Oh, yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I think I've driven past there. Fremont, they have the Freeport. There's like a big hospital there. Or a big, uh, yeah. Like the downtown's kind of, it's like a nice looking downtown. Yeah, it's an all right looking no? downtown. Yeah, no, they've got a couple little things there. I mean, it's not yeah. vibrant by any means. It's no, 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 no. no, no. It's, a, it's a. It was at one a bustling, bustling yeah, town. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And there's definitely still some stuff there. And there's some, you know, there's some hotels. There's like some really good restaurants, actually. Um, yeah, but they have like this mini Wrigley out of nowhere. I've never like explored it or anything. I just drive past it maybe once every couple of weeks. It's got to be kind of cool as a kid. You know what I mean? Oh, like yeah. versus the normal baseball field to actually 
have oh, like they have right. the replica scoreboard. They have the walls. They have the ble- you know like the bleachers. Like that's some cool shit. Oh, kids would be dying to play there. Should do that more. There's a few of those around, right? There's one in the northern uh, suburbs, like Glenview or something. There's a it's kind of a hidden little field behind. You ever see that? Place? Really? No, I'm sure there's it's, a little nicer in Glenview, Freeport. I, f- I forget what how you even what the name, name of it is, but you can't even like get to it easily. You got to park and walk. Okay. Um, they used to have a mini Wrigley, like more legit mini Wrigley, out in uh, California when they had like the Pacific Baseball League. Oh, that's they cool. Had, they had built one in LA. I think it might have yeah. even named it Wrigley Field too, or something. I don't know what it was no called, idea. but that league was like legit. Do they still play? No, once base once baseball expanded out there. Oh, so this was okay. this is like before the Dodgers had moved out there, and then you know before baseball went west. That's very cool. What'd you do this week? This week's been chill, man. I just yeah. uh, like I said, my parents came by yesterday. Start new. Um, well, I got this weekend at Zany's Rosemont. You excited? So was, yeah, I'm excited, but it's kind of like, it almost feels like, is it real? Are we really going to do this? Are going to do a show again? I just know that Zany's has taken all the precautions because, you know, it has to be done the right way. You don't want to be like telling people to come walk into a, the wrong situation. But sure. Zany's has it all figured out. You know, I was talking to Bozeman about he's, did the shows in Indy and he just loved being back on stage and doing shows, you know, selfishly. I'm excited about that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. You know, it's like, you got to work, got to make some I mean, money, provide, got to, at some point we got to do this. Absolutely. I'm getting on stage tonight. I, um, like a weird one I'm doing. Uh, it's a great, uh, room. You actually originally, um, worked with this place. Uh, the row I'm doing a show in crystal. Oh, Lake. You're doing- yeah. Nice. Um, but what it is, is they have like 10 people there, you know, spread out throughout the place and yeah. they're live streaming it to their theater audience, you know, <laughs> to their season ticket holders at the theater. That's, that's perfect, so, dude. Yeah. I mean, it's, it'd just be nice to like do something in front of people, but the problem this is be I, your first time. Yeah. But I have like so much new stuff I want to do, which this is not the time to be working on stuff because they're live, you know, I mean, not, they're, they're not live streaming it even there. Uh, if you're like a you know season ticket holder, you can just log in and watch the event anytime. So I shouldn't be yeah. open micing, you know, when they're. But it's like that's when you want to try stuff. Hey, it's it's not only the like elephant in the room, right? Like the elephant is sitting on your lap. Like, what are we yeah. gonna talk about? We gotta talk about now. We gotta. T- I mean, yeah. Now that's I true. don't know. I just feel like everyone's been asked, oh, I bet you've been writing. I bet you got a lot of material. I guess it's like, well, I was kind of working stuff out on stage. Yeah. And I haven't been on stage and you, your mind's everywhere. That's what's going to be good. Just get up there and start figuring out what the, um, you know, because I don't know. Totally different. Yeah. Is gotta... everyone else seeing it the way we're seeing it? Like if you're not, if you weren't chopped off at the knees and you're still working and you're still kind of, you might not feel like, that this there there was before now and after now or does everyone think that i think everyone realizes that you know the difference everyone knows the difference but again like you said people were affected differently i mean some people's lives got busier you know you're yeah. uh, you're in the er all day you know you're doing incredible work all the time but now it's just so much more um but the rest of your life has definitely changed so yeah everyone feels the differences i would think I don't know. Mm-hmm. You think it's mostly true for the, you know, quote unquote, essential workers that like, if you're 
part of the fabric of just advancing life or just part of like constant human interaction and that you don't realize it as much. You're less part of like the capitalist system. Maybe. No, I don't know. Maybe, but those are the consumers of it, right? Those are still, yeah. they're still part of capitalism. I think it's, you're right. I think it's. No, uh, of course. But I think it's the other side of it is where they see it. They don't see it the same way in their day to day. They see it when they want to go out for a drink after work or yeah. like, so they're not seeing it as often as you when it's, as, it's your line of work. Right. This is why we have a funny podcast, not a face <laughs> in <one>. economics. <laughs> um, I'll tell you, I went to uh, dinner with uh, Vince Carone yesterday, who's a comic and a friend of ours. Very funny dude. And uh, he was, he did that, this show that I'm doing tonight last week. And he was like, oh, yeah. the most important, he was like, it was just being in a green room, talking to comics, you know, he was like, that was a part that I didn't realize how much I needed. Like how important oh, that was to me. So even just that piece of it, just like acting as a comedian again, you know, talking to your peers and it's just something we used to do every night when you're in that, yeah. you know, before the show. And now it's just, it's different. So we'll see. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to getting up there. Yeah, it's going to be, um, it's going to be great. It's going to be therapeutic. That's cool that Vince was, uh, he's great. It's good that he did it and could tell you more about it too, you know? Yeah. Yeah, we did. We went to just a little Mexican restaurant. We sat outside under a big tent. That's a weird, like, I'm not, first of all, I'm not ready to go into a restaurant. Outdoors, I think I can handle a little more. Um, but still, like, every restaurant now, there's just have a white tent out back. Like, you know, like there's a graduation party. <laughs> it's, just, it's just very... Is it an open tent? Yeah. It's literally like a backyard tent with just tables yeah. and chairs underneath it. And what were the servers wearing? Sombrero masks. Sombrero masks. <laughs> They were wearing masks. Um, yeah, that can't be an easy gig. But like the, me they, uh, the, Mex the Mexican wrestler masks. <laughs> um, that was I saw a weird meme about that. Like Rey Mysterio's worn a mask to work every day for the last thirty years. He doesn't complain. Uh, what's what's the uh, gotta be? Do they have the face shield over the mask? No, no. they did not. Should they? Not no, I just saw it. there was a picture that went viral uh, on Twitter of a server. And he's got he's got the gloves, the mask, the face shield, and people are just like, "Really, this is normal to you? Like, you have to go out this bad?" <laughs> That's the thing. I mean, it was it was nice to do something and, and catch up with a pal. But first of all, like you know, you see people because there's every every restaurant has their outdoor tent. You're next to another restaurant's tent. You know, everyone but like you see people just like getting salads, and it's like you came out for that. <laughs> Like you're risking it for lettuce? I'm yeah, getting, that's not worth it. You know, you like, get I mean, in fajitas there. at least. I mean, if I'm gonna, it'd be the worst to get a salad and COVID. Let's, let's share something. Want to get some stuff for the table? Let's get some guacamole, some dips. Yeah, the uh, Sarah and I are going out with a couple couples next week. Couple um, couples. Couple couples, two duos. We're gonna go um, an outdoor dine. Yeah. Got to do it just to get, keep these people going, these restaurants. For sure, man. I, uh, and the people who work there. That's yeah. the other big key. I mean, those people have, uh, have been going without, and that can't be easy because that's, for a lot of people, that's a very day-to-day -day industry. You, you rely on that cash to get through. It's good to might be, be out time, there supporting people. Might be time for another 1200 from the old uh, Uncle Sam. You're never going to come back to this country. Can we get some more money, Sam? I mean, come on. Calm everybody down. Yeah. You know, when I, when this first happened before, um, 
before even April. The Treasury dude, is it the, um, what's his name? The guy who's in charge of the Federal Reserve. I think you're right. I think it's the Treasury dude. The Treasury dude, TD, mm-hmm. came out and said, what we learned from the last one is we need to just keep people afloat. You need to just send people, print more money. It's like, we can't run out of money. And they had right. given it so much to the corporates, to Wall Street, that that was like the one lesson that they learned. Sure. Jerome Powell is the, the guy who said that. Well, you just got your first trivia question correct. <laughs> he seems sharp. <laughs> oh, yeah. We got to do trivia. We've been um, rapping for a while. Let's, let's do some triv. I said earlier, man, for trivia, this is kind of a, like a weird, a weird weekend for it because there's, uh, there's just not a ton of you know, actual things that have happened since uh, 1776. One big thing that happened on this day in 1863. This is right up your alley. Do you know what uh, what ended on this day, on July 3rd, 1863? What ended? Yes. 1863, was this the emancipation? It was not. This was, uh, this was a big, it was a battle. I figured I would probably pretty easily give it away. But oh, a big Gettysburg? Battle. Yeah, on this day in uh, 1863. No kidding. How sure many days was it? It was a bloody three-day battle. Wow. So it all ended in 1863. Have you... Uh, was it like a Tuesday to, Tuesday to Thursday? Was it a wraparound? <laughs> they were almost scheduled, at, kind of, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you hear that like people came out to watch these battles. It's crazy. And then they had the guys like playing instruments and <laughs> the flag holders. Like, get out of the way. What right. Who came up with the war ideas? Like, hey, what if, we, uh, what if we hid? Like, maybe we should like get behind something. This open field stuff, the casualties are high. Like, but then they'll never see our flags <laughs> if we hide. How are they going to know where we are? What if we tell the trumpet and drum dude to quiet down for a little bit so they don't hear us approaching? That doesn't seem fair. <laughs> that doesn't seem fair. And where's your red shirt? Put your bright colors on. It was so the, ridiculous. Uh, do you remember the Union Major General who led the Army of the Potomac? Man. I just figured, have you been there? Have you been to Gettysburg? It wasn't Grant. It was not Grant. Um, So, dude, if you listen to this podcast, I did a corporate gig, one of the first ones, and I ate ate, ate it. Mm -hmm. And it was right by Gettysburg. Oh, yeah. I went with uh, Orso. Dude, I was so bummed out because we were, like, rolling into town, and there were signs for Gettysburg and blah, blah, you know. And I'm like, are we near Gettysburg? He's like, oh, yeah, we're right down the street from it. Well, we rolled in. It was, like, you know, dark. Mm-hmm. And we were going home after the show. I was like, why didn't we come here earlier? <laughs> I always wanted to see the Battle of Gettysburg. Um, give me a uh, hot dog, Jefferson, the general. Ooh, please. okay. Um, I'll, use, I'll use a hot dog. <laughs> I'll use a hot dog. Um, I'll take a dog. Washington Notebook. Washington Notebook. This one's not going to be easy. Washington Notebook. Notebook. George. Oh, man. Notebook. Washington Old Timey Cider. I don't know. Washington something Andy drinks. Something what? Andy drinks. Root beer? (laughs) Great call. (laughs) Uh, George Root Beer. George Mead. George, George Mead. Mead. Ah. I didn't really know where to go with Mead, except for, you know, they have those notebooks. No, a notebook was great. You know where those are made? Where? Mead notebooks, Dayton, Ohio. 
Oh, God damn it. Everything goes back to Dayton, Ohio. Yeah, that was like the tallest building in downtown Dayton. You just made a building. bunch of listeners smile. All of your former flyers <laughs> who, uh, a lot of flyers listen to this podcast, and all of them were just like, you should have known. Well, that's Mead with an E. I know. George, George Mead. I had a teacher. My fifth grade teacher was Mrs. Mead. That was her oh, yeah? great-grandfather. Really? No, it was not. <laughs> but awesome. I think I would have remembered that. I have heard of George Meade, did not know that the, he was the general. I just, I mean, I don't know that you would. I don't know that he's famous in any way at all. I just assumed that you would have, if anyone would have. Um, and I figured, so I used to go to a convention there, probably three years in a row. I went to a convention in uh, Gettysburg. And it was kind of cool. the battle. <laughs> I, I went and saw the site one time. But after oh, you you're, you're like, that's it? Like, I mean, it's, it's a plot of land. There's a few statues and stuff. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it's one of those, you get there, it's a little underwhelming. It's no Webster house, it, but it's, uh, <laughs> they have some monuments there and yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Did you, um, how many, what were the casualties there? Do you have that in front of you? I do not have it in front of me, but I can pull it up. Cause they were and, heavy. Uh, sure. Were. They, would say, they would say they sure were. This was probably, I think it was the bloodiest battle of the civil war. I will tell you this. Um, the army of the Potomac, had about 105,000 present for duty. And wow. the Confederate States, led by... Stonewall Jackson. Former statue Robert E. Lee. Former statue. <laughs> um, James Longstreet and more had 71 to 75,000 in their Army of Northern Virginia. That's very similar to COVID cases because, like, <laughs> the North is like, this is exactly how many were dead and how they were killed. And the South's like, somewhere between here and here is what that <laughs> <laughs> The Army of the North this lost 23,049 people. The Army of Northern Virginia lost somewhere between 23,000 and don't worry about it. <laughs> between 23 and 28,000. The Army of North Virginia said it was a hoax. <laughs> the, the, they said happened. what battle of Gettysburg? <laughs> oh, man. People are bent about these statues. That they down so, all the, uh, so are the statues. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, they are. They are bent. I saw somebody. Um, it was the guy who used to dominate Jeopardy. Ken, Ken Jennings? Jennings or something. Do you see his tweet? No. I don't, I don't follow him, but it came across my timeline. It's like we should just rename these statues. Just re... Uh, that's not Stonewall Jackson. That's Dave Grohl. <laughs> it's like, who cares anyway? <laughs> On this day, people in, are uh, pissed off about it. It's not like you got to take down. Yeah, you have to take down every racist, right? You can leave the pictures of your grandparents up in your house. Maybe I'll. Maybe that's that's my opener for the new <laughs> the new world. I can't wait to go on the road with you. Did you get a new Dunkin' Cup? Yeah, I got this for my uh, from from the birthday you forgot. <laughs> Sarah gave it to me. Oh, good. That could have been any of them, Pat. Was it this year or any of the other <laughs> birthdays? I'll tell you whose birthday I didn't forget. Oh, yes. <laughs> Love a good segue. This singer whose father sucks turns 30 on July 3rd. This singer. We talked about it on the podcast very recently. Rob Schneider. This singer whose father sucks. L. King. L. King? Yeah, correct. L. King turned 30. <laughs> that was good stuff, buddy. That was a nice pull right there. That was. I started with an X, but you ended with an O. <laughs> she sings hugs, hugs and kisses. 
X's and O's. She sure does. Her name alone is uh, it's like halfway to a hot dog Jefferson because the yeah. like it's like the the easiest way to do L King would be the Ray, to me, which is the Ray. Yeah, like Ray to me. Ray is King in Spanish, and I would L do is Mc- the. I would you know do McPherson like Burger. Half- yeah. I got it. Al. I would go McPherson Burger. McPherson Burger, solid. That's fa- <laughs> that's fantastic. The I was just looking at a Spanish book with Josephine and um, trying to explain the L, the like masculine, feminine, really trips up some of that learning the language. And then there's also there's always like three that don't apply. Oh yeah. There's a couple that are like uh, La Radio, right, instead of El Radio. Correct. <laughs> La radio. I just love the fact that your eight-year-old is already learning Spanish. That's changed. No, I mean, dude, this is this was a book given to her when she was like a kid. You know, when you think that you're going to be like super parent. Uh huh. Um, we're not. I mean, kids learn learn a second language now, almost out of the gate. We're not. We're not there. Okay. I told you about that. That fundraiser I did up in Lake Forest, and we we're like, we're raising money for our Mandarin program. <laughs> like what? You mean like oranges? <laughs> like you're raising money for little oranges? <laughs> Clementines? <laughs> that X's and O's. Do you ever write with? Do you ever use that XO? What's that? Like sign off, like XO, XO. Oh no. <laughs> do you ever do that? <laughs> no, I don't. But it's coming back. <laughs> like on text and stuff. My um, my aunt used to always do that a lot. And I, I remember the first time I was like, because it just happened with uh, with Josephine. She saw that. And I was like, read the, you should read the, like a card out loud. And then she was like, XO, XO, <laughs> Maureen. And I'm like, you know what XO means? And she didn't know. So I told her. And then you could see that. She's like, oh, that's that's cool. Oh. That's nice. It's a lot nicer. Hugs and kisses. XOXO. Yeah, right. Because if you don't know that, it just seems like blah, blah, blah. <laughs> it doesn't you know I mean? seem, yeah. It, hey, it looks hope harsh. you're doing well, et cetera, et cetera, Maureen. <laughs> it's, women are the ones that use it most, but it feels like something a guy came up with. Like, I ain't writing, right. not writing it, but this is, they know what I mean. Like my friend when, I, here, when you're on the phone and she's like, I love you. And, you know, he has like a code <laughs> that he gives back. Like, yeah. XO, XO. <laughs> <laughs> so true what'd you say to your wife there at the end nothing on your business we were just playing tic-tac-toe <laughs> uh, hey on 1890 this became the 43rd state of the union on 1890 i, I said in 1890 <laughs> i'm sorry on july on july 3rd i can't talk ah you should not do these in the morning uh on july 3rd 1890 this became the 43rd state in the union 40 43rd oh good man. old number this 43 is, this is a tough one right the george 43rd w state the george w is this right. state is of washington no was he 43 nevada nope this yeah, one sucks this one the sucks. state sucks yeah oh this could be anyone they're known for making a starch uh blue football idaho that's it absolutely not a whole oh, lot man. to say about that one. <laughs> You're dumping on Idaho. They're harmless, right? What about are uh, they? You got the potatoes. It's beautiful. I've driven through. I've I been mean, to. Uh, have you been over there? I had an amazing time in Coeur d'Alene. Um, maybe I shouldn't be dumping on Idaho so much. I just <laughs> talked to people who used to live there and 
where like it's not. Oh, really? They're they're pro- they're isolated. They probably have a much different worldview than I do. Oh, for I sure, know. a little different. So um, they became a state in eighteen ninety. Eighteen ninety was forty three, and we've added seven since then. That kind of crazy. One hundred twenty two years. It is Very crazy. I wonder. So when was the last state admitted? Hawaii? And that was, um, was that in the 50s? I want to say Alaska and Hawaii are both around 1950. Kind of cool to say that, that you were alive when a state was added. I don't yeah. see that happening. Maybe Puerto Rico in our lifetime? They're trying to get D.C. a statehood, but they're saying it's a pipe dream that the, it will never really pass. Wasn't there just a uh, – it passed in one branch, right, of legislature? Yeah. I mean, I, and I know yeah. it probably won't, yeah, but that's uh, – Like they said that that was almost like ceremonial. Some argue that's not constitutional. Oh, really? Funny that some of these states have two senators, and I get like they're trying to balance everything. It's um, you know the electoral college is tied to how much represented representation you have in the. But like a state like Wyoming has two senators. They have like less than five hundred thousand people, I think, in the state. Right. It's got to be easy to be a senator from one of those states. Go polling canvassing everyone you're like all right well done a couple weeks early just know your constituents by name <laughs> which but... steve didn't vote for me which steve <laughs> didn't vote for me could take attendance in those states <laughs> um august 21st what year do you think hawaii became a state if you had to guess 1959 you, you nailed it yeah i think i kind of remember that this when you just asked me fair. having you when did alaska <laughs> alaska What's your guess there? Hold on, I'll ask you. <laughs> oh, don't you lie to me. <laughs> oh, no, you. Um, what year for Alaska? <laughs> we'll see what happens. What year for Alaska? Um, I really don't know this one. I'll, I'll guess 19. Is it in the 50s as well? Yeah. 1955. 59. January 3rd, 19. They were just approved. Two states statehood. that year? Just rubber stamping statehood on people. I got two of them, 49 and 50. I wonder, I really wonder I if there was some that. balance involved. Even You're though like a right. seven by seven flag would have been kind of cool. But I, yeah. I wonder if it was to go, you know, to keep it even. I bet you're right. I knew they were close. I just didn't realize they were, uh, they were that close together. So Alaska, was, it was January and then what was Hawaii? August. August. Hmm. So. Very cool. Um, I wonder if a lot of people have those 48 star flags still uh, floating around. I wonder if there's any. There's got to be some in public yeah. somewhere. Yeah, I'm sure. What was the, where did they, I don't even know how to ask this question, but like what was different about the shaping then when it was 48? Now I want to see that. Yeah, maybe the stars are just slightly bigger and maybe that was why they had to get another state, the flag, pushback from the flag makers. When you look up 48 star flag, I'm not counting to see which is correct. Oh, okay, so the 48 star was more uniform. Now it's you know, like a longer row, shorter row, longer row, shorter row, longer row. Man, every state is so different. We're, we're, we are really realizing. Isn't that funny? And, I mean, like Illinois feels like two states half the time. Yeah. We got a lot to get through. On July 3rd, 1971, this member of the 27 Club passed away in Paris. Jim Morrison. Nice. Did Paris give it away? Yeah. The Paris yeah. thing. What was the story there? Overdose. Okay. And he had to be unintentional. You, I think when you die in France or whatever the rule is, you have to be buried within a certain amount of time. Oh, and, you gotta go uh, quick. I think that contributed to it. Maybe not. I don't know. Seems strange, right? In a country uh-huh. like that. Um, God, I can't believe he was only twenty-seven. Do you ever have a Doors face? A little bit. Yeah, I watched I, the movie. Yeah. 
Oh, man. I never Can saw I the into movie. Him? I love Val Kilmer, though. Yeah. I, I saw parts of that movie, but I definitely had a uh, – my sister had a double CD, Doors Greatest Hits, and I got into that. Yeah. I would play the hell out of that. Riders on a Storm. And I remember Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, they had the doors there. And, um, you know, because of what happened on July 3rd, 1971, they needed a singer. And uh, Eddie Vedder did it. Oh, that's saying awesome. He fronted the doors. And there's some great recordings of. Uh, yeah, dude, that's badass. Because his voice is similar. You know? Yeah. At 27, for the amount of great stuff they had put out, they would have. You know, I've been every bit on par with some of those legendary bands if they had more time. So what happened yeah. to the rest of the band? I don't know. I think they stuck together. And Jim Morrison, though, was a, I think it's really brilliant guy. His dad was somebody like in the military or there. I came across something. There's a letter that maybe his dad wrote on his behalf. Okay. But his dad was like not thrilled with his, uh, the path that he had chosen maybe at first. Um, forget what it how it, what it was about. Anyway, interesting dude. Wow, twenty seven. What is twenty seven at that time? Like I remember going to um the Country Music Hall of Fame, and it was like Patsy Cline. Was it mm-hmm. Patsy Cline? Was it Patsy Cline? Was she twenty seven? Did she die in a plane crash? She wasn't twenty seven, but she was not. She didn't hit forty. I don't think she hit thirty five. What is she? Can you see that aviation accident on March fifth, nineteen sixty three? She was 30 years old. 30. Look at Crazy. pictures of her. Pull up a picture of her. You could, <laughs> yeah. you could tell someone she was 50. Absolutely. Right? I mean, it just... Same with Jim Morrison. The, like, the guy looked like he was 40. Yeah. People just age differently, huh? I guess so. Plus, we're older. So what is it? The, we... floor, the fluoride? And, yeah, we're older, but, I mean, my grandparents that went through, you know... The Depression, World War II. I mean, my grandfather died when he was 72. Mm-hmm. It would be like, he looked like at least 80 now, 85. Mm-hmm. My grandfather died when he was 54. I've seen pictures of him. I mean, 54 now. Yeah. Right. Know? Absolutely. I mean, like 65. Like in 60s. When my grandfather retired. It was like, good. He needs to. Like, it's time. But for a lot of people, now you know i mean i know people working well into their 70s and still going strong like still doing great still doing awesome things it's it's definitely changing people look great now it's uh it's the hope we should live longer that would suck if life expectancy started decreasing yeah i'll tell you who's uh i want to live forever i'll tell you who still looks really young is uh (laughs) this actor who is celebrating uh 57th birthday on july 3rd um Probably one of the, I mean, probably the, one of the uh, highest grossing stars of our era. Tom Hanks? Close. Very close. (laughs) Yes, correct. (laughs) It is Tim Hanks. Uh, uh, Tiny Tom is celebrating 57. Tiny Tom. That was Tim Hanks. I just, I just hot dog Jefferson Tim Hanks as quickly as I possibly could. Highest grossing actor of our time. Yeah, Clancy Big Boat would be how I would <laughs> would be how I would. Tom Cruise, uh, you got it. <laughs> Clancy Big Boat celebrating fifty seven. First time he's ever been five seven. That's got to be new for him. Good for oh, him. <laughs> woo! That's a great joke. Thanks, Sweet buddy. Back. 
I don't know. Oh, Scientologists be knocking on your door. <laughs> They'd be just like zapping all of a sudden and they're inside. It'd be blowing fireworks on your balcony all night. <laughs> you look out there and it'll be, uh, <laughs> who are some of those psychos that are left? Who's a Scientologist anymore? Tom you know Cruise. A Scientologist, <laughs> I think. I think exactly. the dude I went to high school with who is, uh, had a great acting career, Michael Pena. Went really? to high school with him for, uh, he actually transferred after our sophomore year, but I mean, I knew that dude. I think he's a Scientologist. Really? Yeah. I don't know who he is. What, uh, what was he in? You'll know exactly who he is if you look him up. He's been sure in a will. ton of stuff. Oh, really man. got on the map. He was in Crash, kind of put him on the map. And then he's, yeah. he's he was most recently Dora's dad in uh, Dora the Explorer. <laughs> he was in Chips. Did he play the Estrada role? He's got a look. Yeah, he probably he was did. In Tower Heist, that was really good. The Estrada role. <laughs> Punch. Punch. I'm sorry. What was the other dude's name? Punch and the other one. Punch and John. John. Punch and John. Man. <laughs> dude, I mean, that's, that's cool. that is me on Big Wheels with my buddy. I'm Punch. Yeah. You're John. You shouldn't that's know awesome. that. I'm just older. What the hell? How did we watch Chips? We didn't couldn't follow that storyline. But it but that didn't was like matter. What kids were watching. like these cops are on motorcycles and we <laughs> love it. <laughs> I loved it. And there were like long stretches of just them on the motorcycle. Like, oh, yeah. way more than needed to be. Just like Eric Estrada pretending to ride a motorcycle against a backdrop. Like, I got to go back and watch some of that. There was oh, a clip yeah. that was uh, people were sharing online yesterday, a clip from Magnum P.I. Uh-huh. I mean, and that show was respected. I, mean, I remember that being, like, my uncle's favorite show. Sure. This it's... clip they show, ridiculous. Like, even... a 90-year-old woman pulls a gun on Magnum and Higgins. <laughs> And they tell her, like, to put the gun down, and she's, she says to her parrot, attack! And the parrot attacks Tom Selleck. Wow. And then, it, then they, they somehow get the Higgins makes, like, some weird, like, animal sound. Like, and the bird flies up, and it flies into that helicopter that, like, TC would fly around, and all you see no. is feathers, feathers flying in front of it. It's the most ridiculous. It's like, how, this was what we were watching. That's awesome. I'll send and it like to you. prime time, like this was. Yeah. Oh, that's great. <laughs> it's uh, just parrot murder <laughs> because he made a noise. I mean, were we supposed like to supposed believe to that? Be, you're supposed to like feel like this was a tense situation too. It's sure. Like, <laughs> squared up with a nine year old woman and her parrot. <laughs> also, when he's like. Are we supposed to believe that that means, hey, go fly into that helicopter blade and bird? <laughs> yeah. And the bird listened? It's like, uh, where is that feasible? Bottle rocket when he was like, <laughs> look over here. Oh, that's so funny. This right. one, uh, I didn't really have a lot for, I, I didn't really know how to ask it as a trivia question. I just think it's interesting. On this day in 1979, uh, Dan White was convicted of voluntary manslaughter in the shooting deaths of San Francisco Mayor George Moscone and Harvey Milk. Oh, wow. And then, uh, yeah, and then on this day in 2020, the ending of the movie Milk was spoiled for me. <laughs> you didn't know that that guy got killed? <laughs> I mean, I just haven't seen the movie. I just figured that was a, was a nice little bit to throw in there. Thank you very much. Plus, it was a spoiled milk pun. It's fine. I should have should have gone ruined for me. Spoiled, if you how I should. You didn't know that milk was spilled. Ah, milk was spilled. Very nice. Um, probably. Don't the, cry. 
Can you imagine leaning over during the movie at that, that moment? Someone all touched. Don't cry, Don't cry over milk. <laughs> so, I think what you just said is a hate crime. And everyone oh heard it. it Wait, was a, minute. No, Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Do not edit this out either. <laughs> Goddamn right stand I'm editing by. that. Out. I am not. No it's chance I'm standing comedy. by. Comedy. This voice actress is insanely rich from playing one specific character. She's turning 55 today. She's insanely rich from playing one. She plays a few characters on a uh, on a on, on the is longest the running sitcom on all time. Yes. Do you remember the her name? That plays Marge. Uh, Lisa. Lisa. She was also on one of my favorite shows that was very short lived, called Herman's Head, where it's not, it's not an Arquette, is it? It is not an Arquette. I didn't know if you'd know that she's popped up in a few things. Like you might recognize her if you saw her. Um, it's her normal voice that she uses to play Lisa pretty much. I mean, it, it's, um, but yeah, I didn't know if you'd know who she was. Candita Redenbacher. Oh my God. Did I get that it? That is wildly incorrect. <laughs> you wanna... Yeardley Smith. Yeardley? Yeardley Smith is 55 years old. Look her up. Do you recognize her? Have you seen her in anything? Yeardley. It's, it's kind of, cra- I mean, she's got to be worth a ton of money. Let's go to celebgorilladollars.com. See what a Let's Yeardley see, makes. Uh... Love Jones, Lisa Simpson. I love when they try and guess when I don't type something. Lita, um, a voice, but so great. I'm sorry. I thought Yearly Smith was a hot dog Jefferson. <laughs> it's, it's, I'm reading voiced by Yearly Smith. No, I, I don't. I don't recognize her. Oh, dude, some of these names now are, uh, are like are just hot dog Jeffersons on their own. Oh, no, I do recognize her. I was just saying, yeah, right? somehow I, I got, yeah, yeah, I remember her. She's worth what was $85 million. No kidding. Good for you, Yeardley. She was in Herman's head. Um, I recognize her from something, though, that I'm going to. Yeah, she's been in a bunch. She was a couple movies in the 80s. From the 80s. Oh, my gosh, this movie. I love this movie. Well, heaven help us. Heaven help us, I remember. City mm-hmm. Slickers, but this movie um, I really liked, and I used to work with the guy's sister. You ever see Three O'clock High? No. When I worked at Traffic Court, I worked with this woman Ola, and her name was Ola Shamasco, and she was. Um, oh my gosh, I just got a text from Sarah. From Sarah, be careful. There's a coyote in front of our house. Oh, cool. <laughs> what? Oh man, I, should I drive over there while we're uh, while we're talking? <laughs> See yeah, get, get eyeballs on this thing. I would definitely would. I'd be like, <laughs> this podcast is gonna I, take a while. I gotta make sure my family and my dog are okay. Sure do. Get that. But anyway, up. um, she was like, yeah, my brother's an actor, blah blah blah. And my brother was a star of Three O'clock High. Casey Jamasco, he was in Stand By Me. Like he was like, he had a great wow. career. Anyway, Three O'clock High is a good movie. She was in that. Yeah, she had a. She's got a great career, man. She's got such a look. She does. She's in as good as it gets. So yeah, she's been in ninety-two. 92 films. Wow. If you want a primetime Emmy, I mean, at 85 mil, that's great. It's a nice little chunk of change. Everyone's focus has shifted from trivia rightly to Pat's Coyote that's a lot of, uh That's a lot of 1200s, 85 mil. Sure is. No, come on. Keep coming with the trivia. I can multitask. July 4th on this day, 50 years after the Declaration of Independence was adopted. Two presidents died. Who were Ooh, they? I think I know this. I, do I think you this. do too. This one I figured is pretty easy for you. This is John Adams and Thomas Jefferson. That's correct. How did Thomas Jefferson die on the fourth? He must have been near death and they just pillowed him just to have 
just to have the symmetry. I mean, same Fourth of July. Also, by the way, like John Adams died, and they're like, "Oh yeah, you're not gonna be the only one," you know? Yeah. And they they had a they had a rivalry too. Did they really? Yeah. I wonder who died first. One of them is supposedly it said like Jefferson still lives or something like as he died. Those guys were they were not buds, huh? I guess not. That's googling who died died first. Fifty years from the day. Jefferson was 83, Adams was 90. I say it was like two hours apart, but it's not telling me who was first. John Adams was never really like embraced by historians or, but this guy wrote a book about him and then they did a HBO, um, I think it was HBO did a thing on him with Paul Giamatti. Okay. Was John, was John Adams. It's a mini series. Laura Linney is Abigail. Adams. I remember it. I just I didn't watch it. Should I have? You should watch that before the spelling bee doc. I mean, it's good. <laughs> no I, chance. I, I enjoyed it. Um, I think that uh, it's interesting. He was one of the first dudes. Um, one of the, you know, of those pre- like first several presidents. He was like the only one that never owned slaves. Oh wow. He was a. Um, For him. He was really about the country and not like a self-serving dude. Okay. Apparently, the it, it's well documented. Obviously, that people can like will themselves to live extra hours and stuff for you know for anniversaries and things like that. Apparently, this is like a well documented, studied thing. And uh, so, uh, oh yeah, the assumption is their kind of will to live kept them going until the early hours of July Fourth. Wow, for like the fiftieth anniversary to be there for it. They could also fudge some numbers back then, right? A lot easier. Lot easier. Like people just outside the chamber, like, what is that smell? Nothing. <laughs> you cut out right in the middle of that. Nothing. Like it just started going really bad. Stupid coyote chase. What am I doing? <laughs> I should just stayed right where I was. I thought I had to read it out loud though. It was interesting. It's very interesting, and now we all need to know. I'm back, like right by my house, and there's tons of uh, people around and. It doesn't seem like a, a dire coyote situation here. Okay. In 1831, another former president died on July 4th. Do you know who that one is? Is it John Quincy Adams? It is not. On, on July 4th, 1831, number five died. Number five. The fifth president? You got it. Monroe? James Monroe. He gone five years to the day <laughs> after John Adams and Thomas Jefferson. Presidents love to die in the fourth, huh? <laughs> it's unreal, man. Out of, what would we say, uh, are 41 dead, three of them to have died on Independence Day? Like, that's some, that's some shit. There's a one yeah. in 365 chance of them dying on that day. And three of, three of 40, right? Is it 40, 41? Who do we have left? Carter? 45. But dead. Oh, dead, yeah. Yeah, 40, those guys got 40 out. dead. Three fortieths have died Maybe on we'll... Independence Day. And it's the same day that that alien ship came down here. What alien ship? When Bill oh, Pullman. God. When Bill Pullman oh, God. Oh, my God. Um, maybe um, one of them will check out this weekend. Stay tuned, huh? <laughs> oh, the fourth of July. Because that's when independence really begins with your death. <laughs> the, that Gerald Ford sketch. <laughs> the uh, Dana Carvey uh, as Tom oh, Brokaw going on vacation. 
just like just in case he dies like he had to do all this gerald ford died today he was mauled senselessly by bears (laughs) like this isn't gonna happen do we have to tom just in case you know what if you're on a trip what if you're you're away we can't reach you you want rather to get the story (laughs) oh you're right um, in 1872, a president was born on the 4th of July. These dudes love that day. Wow. Was Bruce it Tom Cruise? wrote a song about it. I don't even know. Was that a Bruce Springsteen song? No, born but I said Tom, Tom Cruise movie. Oh. <laughs> oh, yes, it is. Born on the 4th of July. Oliver Stone. They should make one dead, died on the 4th of July. About those presidents. 1871, born, so this puts him as uh, president in the early 1900s, right? I would say so. Uh, he was number 30. 30. He was an alliteration president, which I like. An alliter- Woodrow Wilson? No, but solid pick of an alliteration. Is that right what you mean by alliteration? That's exactly what I mean. Um, Hobbs Hot Center. Calvin Coolidge. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Nice. He was born on the 4th of July? In Plymouth, Vermont. Have you ever been to Vermont? It's one of the states I've never ventured to. I'd like to try their cheeses. Well, I think recently on the podcast, I mentioned going to Ben & Jerry's, which is in Vermont, but you may not have heard it. I didn't really listen uh, to where Ben & Jerry's was. I apologize. It was on the longest trip of your life. (laughs) It was last episode. I apologize for missing that. I didn't realize where they were housed. Maybe I was just giving you a chance to do a quick little Ben and Jerry's. Play, I'm going to play a soundbite from that podcast. I think you said, well, oh, yeah, where's that at? I was like, Vermont. <laughs> I was like, so cool that you've been to Vermont and I haven't. You know where I would like to go? I don't know if you've ever been there, but um, I've always wanted to go to Gettysburg. Oh, I want to go Patrick. there three years in a row at some point. <laughs> I've never been. Um, uh, on July 4th, this journalist turned 76 years old. <laughs> on July 4th, this journalist? Yes. It's going to be 76? Yes. I mean, you've made fun of me for the way I frame questions. <laughs> That's exactly what I was doing. And I, I did kind of use a question mark tone when I said journalist. Uh, Is it a, guy, um, oh, Geraldo Rivera? Exactly. <laughs> it's amazing. It's amazing. Is it really? Yes. It's exactly who Yes. Air quote journalist? That's exactly who it is. Now, we talked about aging. Do you think that dude looks 76? No, not at all. That dude looks very young. George Rivers? That's What's all that time he spent in Al Capone's tomb. Is it really? I don't know. He's a piece of garbage. <laughs> I do remember him opening the vault, though. That's all I think about when I think of Geraldo. I think of Capone's vault and then a broken nose. You he had that chair or something? You get Bobby Knight? <laughs> yeah. Bobby Knight. He had that nose. I've never seen a nose bandage like that ever since. I know. It's almost like he did it himself. <laughs> <laughs> Gerald Michael Rivera. So we just added the yo. A yeah. makeup uh, a makeup person did the tape job. Yeah, dude, 76. That's crazy. A lot of just like random birthdays on this day uh, outside of the president's. Well, on July 4th, 1982, this rock and roller married his manager. And then they went on to make millions from their kids swearing. They made millions from their kids swearing? Oh, man. Kids swearing in movies or television? Television. television. They were probably one of the first reality show families. Oh, Ozzy. Huge. Absolutely. Ozzy and Sharon got married on the 4th of July, 1982. Is he immune to coronavirus from all the bats he ate? (laughs) Do you think that he's good to go? 
I mean, I'm guessing so. Is he so still going? He was slowing down a lot, wasn't he? I think he's slowing down a lot. I would guess that he's probably not out and about as much as he used to be. Dude, when that show came out, that was a game changer. Yeah, it really. I got it, into that. I love that show. The first season, at least. First couple. I mean, and you're just like, what awful parents. Could could just yeah. say whatever they want. <laughs> and if you think about, like we talked earlier about copycat, Hollywood copycat. I mean, oh, gosh, since that moment. Well, we talked about, too, like the, the earlier ones, like The Real World and, uh, you know, PBS yeah. had one back in the day. I but saw that a documentary was like on the, that. The, the like original original. Yeah. And it kind of fucked those people's lives up, didn't it? Yeah, but it enriched everyone else's. So who <laughs> cares? It's entertainment. What years would you think the Osborne's were There's ran? no business like show business. Beautiful. <laughs> This guy's What's name up? just feel. This guy is like this. Nowadays, all the singers and stuff, their names already sound like Hot Dog Jefferson's. Party Next Door turned twenty six years old. That's the actual name. Party Next Door turned twenty six years name? old. Like it's the singer. That's his, yeah. Turned twenty six. Um, this what, guy. What do you think uh, of after, when you hear Party Next Door? Are you going over there or are you calling the cops? I'm going over there. Hell yeah! Right. I'm like hanging out in the backyard, checking it out, hoping they invite me. I want to, yeah, I want to party next door. This guy, again, another one whose name already sounds like it. Uh, I'm going to try and hot dog Jefferson it. Uh, After Cheers. After Cheers? After Cheers. Has a birthday today. And a song on one of your kids' favorite soundtracks. Man, now you got me all over the place. <laughs> you, like, just slip it in. After. after is after che- is after Sam better? After Carl? Give me the setup again, please. Uh, the singer... I would guess probably in the range of 30-ish. I didn't get a, uh, I didn't get a year on this. Um, birthday on July 4th. After Carl, after Sam, after Cheers, probably not technically correct, but I figured it would oh, work. Oh, I got you. I got you. I got you. It's uh, Malone. It's um, um, Sunflower. That's what the is... one. Come on. Why can't I think of his name? Kellogg's Carl. Is that better? And a Post Malone. Post Malone. Post Malone. There you go. There you go. Bill He's Withers 30? turned 80. I, I mean, 30-ish, I'm guessing. No, he almost joined the 27 Club or whatever. Uh, it was probably more recently than three years. Remember that? I'm sorry. Like a, yeah, but he is 25, so maybe we shouldn't talk about that club just yet. Oh, okay. I thought, I guessed around 30. He is 25 years old. Putting some years on Post Malone. I mean, is that, I always think of Moses Malone when I hear his name. I think of like after Carl. I really do. I think of after Carl Malone Um, or like Malone in the post, like Malone in the post. Yeah. Right. That's what I, I mean, I think of facial tattoos. Yeah. Maybe he'll get a new one. You're like, I put some years on him. He put some years on him. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, he's what we were just talking about. He's not 2020, 25 years old. He's like 1965, 25 years old. He's Patsy Klein, twenty five. <laughs> yeah, he is. What's happening to him? He's had a. He's been in a hard life, man. I like his. Uh, I like his stuff though, and I like. Awesome. I like, he seems like an interesting dude. Like his first song was White Iverson, which is one of my favorite oh, yeah. songs. But there was no part of me that was like, "We're gonna hear from this guy again." Oh, like right. it had one hit wonder written all <laughs> over it. You know what I mean? And he's just become huge. Yeah, he's original. He's probably like the most. Um, the, I, I never thought I would really embrace someone with a bunch of facial tattoos. Just goes to show you, can't facial tattoos are okay. 
a lot of people, face by face, a, a lot of facial tattoo people get a bad rap. <laughs> now, hey, just good dudes. Yeah, I think we're we're finally we're getting over our facial <laughs> tattoo bias. Thanks to Post Malone. We're gonna oh. refer to the era after him as post post. I'm just, <laughs> when this when it all becomes okay to have facial tattoos. Well, post post once popo. Once we got popo, then we're able to accept Poco, facial post, tattoos. Post. Yeah, post, I don't post. know. Um, I'm still not probably gonna get one, and probably discourage my um, my loved ones from from, from doing the. Uh, but it works for him. Yeah, no, he's doing great with them. Okay, but like, say I don't know. Say Luke is 17 on the verge of being an adult and he's like you know like how people wanted to get their ears pierced when we were in high school you know if he's like hey can i get a tattoo on my forehead i mean i might let him put like my website up there or um (laughs) maybe he could advertise this podcast sure little aotp logo yeah no i'm gonna i'm gonna probably say no all right i guess i could see that um, we got to get out of here, but the last thing I want to mention uh, that happened on this day in 1939, I never realized this was on, uh, on the 4th of July, um, one of the most famous speeches of all time, uh, not political, where a man described himself as the luckiest man on earth happened. Oh, I do know this one, dude. And it's funny because we were talking about Costner and Cal Ripken Jr. earlier, but we didn't get into the rumor. We didn't get into the rumor. <laughs> this... Now, this is a sign. So the rumor was that Costner was having an affair with Cal Ripken Jr.'s wife. And mm-hmm. they had been really good friends. And Cal Ripken Jr. was on his way to the stadium and realized he forgot something. Went back home, found Costner and his wife together and beat him up. And was like, I'm not coming. Again. The streak was in jeopardy. But for anyone who doesn't know that Lou Gehrig had the, the streak of the most consecutive games played. And yeah, Iron Cal Horse. Ripken, right? And Cal Ripken was, Jr. was on his way to breaking that streak. Which was like the most unbreakable streak. Unreal. And all he had to do was start every – not all he had to do, but that was the point. He had to be there to start the game. He's like, I'm not coming. And there was this mysterious power grid outage just at the park, the hotels, restaurants around the stadium. And this rumor I heard from an Orioles fan, my buddy, my college roommate. Mm-hmm. It turns out it's likely untrue. Yeah, but the uh, the game was canceled. The streak was intact, um, and I know that the answer to this is uh, is Lou Gehrig, the luckiest man on the face Sounds of like the earth, or luckiest man alive, or whatever. Sounds like Kevin Costner was, was the luckiest man on earth for a little bit. <laughs> as he was, as he was dying, he was saying this, right? He had the uh, the ALS. He did diagnosis, and uh, just brutal. And he was young. How yeah. old was Lou Gehrig? He wasn't forty. No. I mean, he was still... He wasn't 35, right? He was still playing at a high level, right? I mean, he would have hit 500 home runs. I think he ended up with like 493 or something. And he... Uh, that's just sad, huh? 37 years old. 37. 37 years old. That's crazy, man. Lifetime New Yorker, too. How cool is that? This guy grew up in New York City and then to play He's for the play. Yankees. That's awesome. Another legendary Yankee name would have had a birthday today was born on uh, on july 4th um not a player probably the most famous steinbrenner? Person. So you got it george steinbrenner was uh, july 4th birthday oh was he really he tried to buy somebody else before he got the yankees i think he was trying to buy the royals imagine, yeah. imagine that had happened the royals dynasty of the early 2000s that'd be tough it just goes to show you it's like the mystique and the legacy of the uh, that franchise 
it's not always the owner, right? Very true. Who's running them now? Who owns them now? The it, Yankees? Yeah. I think it's his boys. I think Hal. Yeah. And, uh, one, and of, one of them died, right? Was that, was that Hal? Or, I'm not sure. What, but, yeah, there's still a uh, Steinbrenner at the helm as far as I'm aware. You know, growing up in the 80s, I never fully understood the Yankee mystique because the Yankees sucked. They were bad. The Yankees were like a win. When they came yeah. to town. Yesterday, yesterday was the 30-year anniversary of a game that the White Sox got no hit by the Yankees. 31. That was, yep, Andy Hawkins. What a crazy – Throws a no-hitter at Comiskey Park. I remember watching the game. Mm-hmm. And the White Sox won 4 to four nothing. nothing. Three crazy no errors. Yep, Jim Layritz making a terrible play in right. And yep. then the most incredible two-week run. Like, Andy Hawkins was a good pitcher. But he pitched – he lost a no-hitter, right? So he threw nine innings. There were three errors and maybe a couple of walks. The Sox scored four runs in an inning. So he got he, – he had a no-hitter and lost. When he, like, got back into the dugout, like, everyone was standing and clapping and cheering for him. And, like, he cried. Like, he was just such an – he forgot that he – first person was like, congratulations. He's like, I'm what? And they're like, he just threw a no-hitter. Like, he never even crossed his mind because they lost. Yeah, and, and just the emotions overtook him. So then the next week, I forget who the Padres were playing. Five days later, his next start, he threw eleven and two thirds scoreless innings and lost the game like two nothing in the bottom of the twelfth. Andy Hawkins, and yes, and then his next start after that was also a no hitter. Do you know who? Wow, Joe Cowley. He was back playing the White Sox. And lost Melito Perez's no hitter. Melito Perez, he did. Oh my gosh, that was so not a pretty throw... no hitter either. No, that was like a only. Uh, it wasn't even nine innings. I don't think that was a range was shortened six. That was a range shortened no hitter. Good call. But think yeah. about that. In a span of ten days, this dude throws twenty six and two thirds scoreless inning and gets zero. Or well, let me take it back. But like you know, uh, with no earned runs. I mean, obviously he gave up the four that weren't his fault because of the errors and the no hitter. So he loses a no-hitter, pitches 11 and two-thirds scoreless, and then loses the game, and then gets no-hit, and is also throwing a shutout. Like, he, yeah, it was unbelievable. Was, and he got zero run stretch. support. Zero runs. That's how bad the Yankees were. They were bad. Yeah. They didn't get good until, in, in my lifetime, until I was, like, you know, 20. Bernie, was it Bernie Williams and that crew? Yeah, that 96 team, and... And they started, and it was like after the strike, so it wasn't even that into baseball. But then they started to get annoying again. God. At least now we get to hate the Yankees like everyone else did, you know? Yeah. Like at least we can yeah. see that again. So, all right, bud, what are you doing for the 4th of July weekend? I am going to be uh, going to our uh, Sarah Sisters. Mm-hmm. Just hanging. Barbecue, chill, pool, having a day. We're going to do that on the 3rd. 4th, probably just hang out. Nothing big, you know? I'm just going to be hunkered down, hope my dog doesn't go too crazy. Now we got to fight off a coyote, too. Say, go catch a coyote. That coyote was a false alarm. I came back over here and see this thing. Have you seen your family yet? Running scarred. No, but I did see some, uh, saw Luke's shoes out front and a uh, a couple torn shirts. I don't know what, probably probably wrestling. Right. (laughs) Pick those up on the way in. All right, Jim, have a wonderful, happy, and safe 4th of July. Everybody, enjoy your independence. Don't leave your house or country. (laughs) Enjoy your freedom. Don't go anywhere.
enjoy your Independence Day doing all of the things you're dependent on. <laughs> yeah. Happy Independence Day. No, man, have a good one. You too, bud. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks to everyone. Review, subscribe. We need some new reviews for next week. We'll talk about them. That'd See you. Bye.